This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's episode, it's a Halloween edition of the Meow Mix podcast. Very scary. And we're going to go through the game preview. (laughs) Uh, We'll do some power rankings, some news. But we're going to start off a little differently today. Um, We're going to do a trick-or-treat edition of the Panthers draft from 2019. The youngsters. Yeah, we're going to take a look at the kiddos and we're going to find out what kind of costumes they might wear mm-hmm. and what type of candy should be given to them. Or or trick. I mean, it's trick or treat. That's true. Uh, but I'm just doing candies. Oh, you and I are different. <laughs> I'm an evil person. I'm one of those ki- people that hides in the bushes to scare the kids. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's, <laughs> so you're the you're the you're the house that the parents won't let the kids go to. Yes, pretty much. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and get started on that then. Um, trick or treat draft edition. Oh, we have a trick or treater. Someone's at the door. This is a high quality podcast we're running here. <laughs> All right. We open up the door, and who's there? Oh, it's first round draft. Uh, first round pick. Brian Burns. Brian Burns, and he's dressed as Spider-Man. Oh, isn't that cute? This was an obvious one. He yeah. Had to, he had to be Spider-Man. Of course. <laughs> All right. What kind of candy is Brian getting from you? Well, trick or treat. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a treat, obviously. Yes, he is definitely a treat. Yeah. I'm going with a Reese's peanut butter cup. I love mm. Reese's. Reese's are probably one of my favorite candies. Mm-hmm. They are the first thing that are completely eaten out of my bag of candy. My current bag of candy is already missing half of them. Okay. I love Reese's Cup as well. I think they are probably the best candy. My candy for Brian is a Snickers bar. I, I think like everybody too. loves Snickers bars. They're very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And they're very popular. And I think Brian Burns is the epitome of a Snickers bar. Yeah. All right. Bye, Brian. Bye. Happy Halloween. Whoa. Oh! Got a second one. <laughs> that was very quick. <laughs> All right. Who's at the door? It's, uh, oh, Panther's second round pick, Greg Little. He's a big boy. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, is he over 13? I don't know. <laughs> what's he dressed as? I have him dressed as a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh. Well, isn't that fun? Yeah, big guy. Is it you because know? he's wrapped in bandages? Yeah, right now <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> trick or treat for Mister Little? I'll let you go first. I got him as a trick right now. Okay. I think um, he might be one of those guys that's never healthy. Sort of reminds me when I was thinking about his costume, I almost had him dressed up as Jeff Otaw. just because you know a lot of hype but never really did anything mainly because of injuries i'm hoping that's not the case with greg but as of right now i've got him as a trick so what type of trick do you have him as um i have him as a trick 
that uh, you give them bad candy is my trick. Oh. So I have them as jelly beans. Now, some people like jelly I beans. I like jelly beans. Okay. And this is a little bit of a caveat here. Okay. Sometimes you get really good jelly beans. Sometimes you get really bad jelly beans. So you don't really know what you're uh, getting yeah. with this. And I thought that kind of fit Greg a little. I went similar. I do you know on uh, Spencer's they have those fake packs of gum that you grab like one of the ends. Oh yeah, and it shocks you. Right. That's what I gave him. That's the okay. trick I gave him because. At first, I was really excited the way he looked, and then he kind of shocked me and hasn't played since. So. Ah, okay, okay. So you're like, oh, ah! Yeah. Okay, gotcha. I mean, hopefully it could just end up being gum later on, which everybody likes. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right, bye, bye Greg. Greg. Happy Halloween. Oh, Ooh, another one. someone's at the door. Oh, isn't that cute? It's Will Greer. Will Greer. Third well- round pick, quarterback. Uh, what do you have him dressed as? So I have Will Greer dressed as Dr. Richard Kimball <laughs> from The Fugitive. <laughs> uh, Harrison Ford. So they share a beard. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of, uh, you don't really know what's going on with him. Did he kill his wife? Did he not kill his wife? Is he good? Is he bad? Is there a one-armed man? We're not really sure. But uh, that's who I've got him dressed up as. Oh, okay. I think he's a trick. I have him as a trick as well. Uh, I have him as Ding Dong Ditch as a, my trick. Because at the beginning of the year, everybody was hyped up around him and everything. And there was even rumblings that he could take Cam's job. But I never believed that. But anyways, he lost to Kyle Allen in the preseason. And even now, he's not even mentioned. He's just gone. He's disappeared from mm-hmm. the limelight and everything. Okay. I have him as uh, pennies. So, you know, you go to that house <laughs> and you get pennies. Yes. You know, it's something, but it's super disappointing. <laughs> so that's what I have him as. <sighs> Happy Halloween, Will. Someone's at the door. And who is it? Let's open it up. It's Christian Miller. Uh, Fourth round pick. Fourth round pick. And what do you have him dressed as? I've got him as Cousin It. Oh, why is that? Well, you don't see him a lot. You don't see Cousin It a lot. Mm -hmm. But when you do, it's super impressive. Yeah. Kind of like Christian Miller. He's not out there a ton, but when he is, he plays pretty well. Yeah. So what, I'm assuming, treat? after? I've got him as a treat. I do too. Yeah. And what type of candy does he get? I've got him as Fun Dip. Ooh, I it's it's of really good. In a long time. It's really good, but you can't have a ton of it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've got them as. I have them as Skittles because they're not my favorite. But every time I see them around, I'm like, yeah, I like Skittles. I'll give me a bag of Skittles. I'll eat them. Okay, yeah, Skittles are great though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're very good. I, I put Skittles as a top five candy for me. Uh, see, I'm not. I guess I'm not a the sweet and tart person. I'm more of a chocolate person. Okay, yeah. I like the sweetness. Chocolate, not the best for me yeah see although i do love a good snickers and a good reese's yeah all right bye christian have a good halloween happy halloween next up at the door it's jordan scarlet yeah he i have him here uh he's dressed as the walmart very cheap maybe even homemade flash costume Okay, because <laughs> he's speedy and everything, and but it's not high quality. You could tell. Yeah, yeah. 
Maybe the little lightning bolt is falling off and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have? Trick or treat for him? I've got him as a trick. You have him as a trick. Okay. Yeah. yeah he. Um, he's. I don't think we needed him. I'll just say that. Guys like Jordan Scarlett, he seems like you can get him anywhere there. And I don't mind taking a chance on a running back in, mm-hmm. at that point because you might strike gold. You know, Kareem Hunt was I mean, sort was of taken in that area. Pick, yeah. Yeah. So uh, he's just not useful to us right now. No, and I think Reggie Bonifin, honestly, even though he's not a rookie this year, I think he surprised everybody because right. we wouldn't have signed Cameron Artis Payne right. if they felt comfortable with Bonifin, but he showed up and he he's looked good sure. in his short little time. Do you have him as a trick? Or a I trick? actually have him as a treat. Really? I do. Based uh, on what evidence? Well, he made the team. I'll put it that way. It's <laughs> <laughs> a low bar for so, you. <laughs> I have him as candy corn. You uh, don't really know. No one really likes candy corn. It's like that plastic candy that, I mean, yeah, it's a candy. It's in my bag and stuff. It may get thrown away with the trash here in like a month when no one eats it. Mm. And that's kind of what I see as Jordan Scarlett. He, he, he could just get thrown away with the trash in a couple of years and no one even remember. First of all, candy corn is delicious. It's not delicious. It's got three distinct flavors in one piece of candy. You bite the little Wax, white. wax, and wax. You bite the white piece, then mm-hmm. you bite the orange piece, and then you're left with a delicious yellow piece. That looks like a kernel of corn, but it's not. It's candy. It's just sugar. I don't understand why people don't like it. It's sugar. Because it's wax sugar. You know, it tastes nothing but... I feel like I could eat a candle in a little packet of sugar and I get the same flavor. How many candy corns have you eaten in your life? Uh, quite a few. How many at one time? Have you eaten an entire bag in one sitting? No. Okay. Well, until you do, I can't talk to you. Okay. Because that's the only way to well, eat Well, this candy podcast corn. is going to get really boring. <laughs> I have Jordan Scarlett as those circus peanuts. Okay. Okay? Like, no, you don't want them. Nobody ever eats them when you have such other good candy, Christian McCaffrey, available. Yeah. You know? you're just They're just going to be set, pushed to the side. Okay. Well, Jordan, go ahead and scamper off. Oh, don't forget your little flash lightning bolt here. It fell <laughs> off. All right. Happy Halloween. Ooh. Wow, we're, this is a busy house. Yes, it is. It's Dennis Daly. Oh, hey, big guy. Sixth round pick. Mm-hmm. What do you have him dressed as? I've got him dressed as Eleven from Stranger Things. That okay. might be a little strange combination there, but nobody really knew what to expect from that show, mm-hmm. and out of nowhere, it was kind of awesome. Yeah. And I think that kind of fits Dennis Daly. I've got him as a definite treat. I definitely have him as a treat as well. What type of candy? He is Harbo Gold Gummy Bears. Okay. They're the best gummy bears, but they're still gummy bears, right? So not the best candy that you can ever have, but you're really happy with them Mm -hmm. when you get them. And I kind of went with a similar thought process. I did a whatchamacallit. Not many people know about whatchamacallits, but when Mm -hmm. you taste them, they're really good. Okay. Okay. I don't know about whatchamacallits. Yeah, exactly. You should try one. It is chocolatey, though, so uh, yeah. It's very good, though. Okay. Remember Sixlets? No, I do not. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Bye, Dennis. Have a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Oh, we have someone else here. Oh, let's pick him up. Oh, it's wide receiver Terry Godwin. Ah, uh, wide receiver slash punt returner. Yes. <laughs> uh, hello, Terry. You're dressed as 
Captain Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. <laughs> and? Look, Firefly was a really good show. It was. But it got canceled after one season. It didn't even get a chance to show what it could do. Mm-hmm. And I sort of feel that way about Godwin. He's a trick for me. Ah, uh, he's a trick for me, too. I think you have to say that. He's the only one of these guys that didn't make the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he has some skills. I do, too. Uh, I agree. I had him as trick. I had him as the bag of dog poo that's on fire on your front porch. Oh God. <laughs> and let me explain my thought process. Because you open the door, you stomp out on that dog of poo, and then you got that lingering dog poo smell. And that's what I felt like we got with him because we let him go and we're still having trouble with the punt returns. It's still lingering around that nasty smell and we can't get rid of it. We've wiped off our shoes on the mat. It's still stinking. And that's why I have him. It's not necessarily on him as much as the front office for this one. Okay. Um, I have him as six lits. (laughs) (laughs) Which look sort of like small gobstoppers. And they taste sort of like an M&M, but they're not good. Okay. And you just don't want them around. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was our draft class for this week. Oh, oh, we got a special. A surprise visitor? Yes. Who could it be? Oh, it's your best friend, Joey Sly. Joey. Joey. Joey's not even getting candy. He just gets to come in and have a room. He, he, just a warm embrace from you? Yeah. Just, you know. <laughs> I'm going to write him into my will. Okay. <laughs> um, Joey. I have Joey dressed as basically all of the Avengers wrapped up into one. So just the best possible superhero that you could come up with. I thought about saying Captain America, but he has some flaws. Yeah. So just I, put all of them. I'm surprised he's not like... Uh, Kevin Costner's uh, bodyguard for you, and you can be Whitney uh-huh. Houston. That's a good one. And like holding you up. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, I have him as a treat, especially oh, yeah. an un- unexpected treat. I have him as M and M's, but at this point, I don't know what type of M and M's he is. Is he just plain M and M's, where it's pretty good, you know, mm. peanut butter M and M's, which are fantastic, mm. or I don't like peanuts. Peanut M&M's, where it's like, oh, peanut M&M's, yeah, they're, oh, I can eat them, but I prefer the other. I think the mint M&M's were always my favorite. I don't think I've ever had mint. They're really good. Mm. Um, I have them as a king-size Reese cup. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the best possible candy that you have. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, that is all of our trick-or-treaters for Halloween. If anyone has any different thoughts or something funnier that could have been said just throw them throw them our way yeah y'all makes mailbag at gmail.com or hit us up on twitter but that was a fun segment yeah it was fun uh now moving on we have some nfl news we need to go over as the trade deadline ended on tuesday yeah the trade deadline was pretty boring Uh, i'm just going to kind of run through the trades that happened between october 28th and 29th there's only four of them so the trade deadline was on the 29th. Everyone was expecting it to be, well, I won't say everyone because, Jerry, you did not think there was going to be anything happening. No, really it, it's deadline. always this big buildup. <clears throat> like, oh, all these people are up and no one really I gets I think the traded. last couple of years it's been more exciting. I think Certainly more, more exciting than it was this year. I think one year out of the past two years actually 
kind of was pretty big and everything after that it seems boring and even before that it was boring it's nfl teams don't trade like the nba teams yeah the nba and and major league baseball's trade deadlines are always really fun days Mm -hmm. and i just wish the nfl was more like that but um, anyway, so the trades that happened, the Dolphins traded Kenyon Drake to the Cardinals in exchange for a 2026th round pick that could become a fifth round pick depending on some escalators that he has to hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jets traded defensive lineman Leonard Williams to the Giants for a third round pick in 2020 and a fifth round pick in 2021. Uh, the Browns traded linebacker Gennard Avery to the Eagles. For an undisclosed 2021 pick. That's probably like a 7th round pick. Mm-hmm. And the Rams. This is kind of the surprising one. And, and this is the only one that happened on deadline day. The Rams traded Aqib Tlaib. Cornerback. For a 2020 fifth or I'm sorry. And a 2020 fifth round pick to the Dolphins. In exchange for a future 7th round pick. Basically the Dolphins bought a draft pick. Yeah. By taking Aqib Tlaib's contract. And it, it'll be over this season his contract right right so they cleared the rams cleared some cap space for this year that they'll probably roll over to next year to pay all those people that they have on that team yep and they supposedly they want to re-sign jalen ramsey and that's why they also wanted to clear some space so also in nfl news not trade related former defensive player of the year jj watt is headed to ir for the houston texans third time in four years i think yep I mean, he's over 30 now. You kind of wonder if he's... He plays well when he's out there, but you kind of wonder if he's headed towards the end of his career. I yeah. mean, all these injuries. Um, Broncos starting quarterback Joe Flacco will also miss five to six weeks with a neck injury. Not that huge of deal in the grand scheme of things. Well, for the, I think the Broncos definitely thought their year was going to be different than oh, yeah. it actually has been. So I think at this point... You know, you're probably playing for a top five pick anyway. Exactly. Moving on, the LA Chargers fired offensive coordinator Ken Wisenhunt after three seasons. Because he was the problem. Yeah, he's he's all to blame for everything that's happened with the Chargers. I mean This is the last uh this Anthony Lynn is their coach, right? Yes. This is his last year. I I, I truly believe so. They have I, under, I believe it too. Underperformed and nobody cares about them in LA. That whole move was a horrible move. Really? Yeah. This the, like, the last several years for them have just been a series of... What? Like, if they didn't have, like, a decent, like, GM... I mean, Anthony has been a decent coach. Kind of like the Redskins. They're just so dysfunctional. Yeah. Like, owner-wise. Right. Yeah, that that move from San Diego to L.A. was... is so greedy. Mm-hmm. And they're paying the price for it. Yeah. I mean, right now, yeah, they're selling out their stadium. I'm very interested next year when they go, they move to that brand new shiny stadium, how it looks. I know that they'll sell some tickets to the opponent's fans. Well, you say they're selling out their stadium now. Uh, it's Let's mention that it's a 30,000 seat stadium. Oh, yeah. it's, a, it's a very small stadium, and it's almost always more of the opposing fans there Not than Chargers almost. fans. It always is. Yeah. Uh, I've read an article where one of their former Chargers says, yeah, it's an away game every year. Yeah. Every game is an away game. We don't they're, have any home games They're anymore. never going to be no. Super Bowl contenders with that. No. You know, fan base. It's got to be tough on the players. I, yeah, I wouldn't want to play there. No. Moving on, 
Bengals have decided to bench longtime quarterback Andy Dalton and start rookie Ryan Finley, former North Carolina State Wolfpack quarterback. That's surprising to me. It is and isn't. I figure they're trying to figure out what they have in this kid because I'm assuming Dalton's gone. They're 0-8. I did see a report that Dalton and his representatives were trying to, once they they heard that they were going to be benched, or I guess once it was communicated to him, that they tried to find a trade partner. And because they didn't tell him until Tuesday. Oh, yeah. It was too late to, to do anything. I mean, there's not many quarterback needy teams that are would trade for a starting caliber quarterback right now. Most teams are... Well, the Broncos might. Yeah, I guess the Broncos could have, but that's they would have to take on his cap and Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has a pretty big cap, too. Yeah, that's true. So, True. yeah, I was trying to think of what teams would have traded for him, and the Broncos with that Flacco injury are really the only ones that I could think of who who also think that they could be a competitive team. Exactly. Uh, otherwise, most <clears throat> teams are happy or content with whoever they have. I mean, maybe Tennessee. Again, they got uh, Tannehill's contract on there, and Tannehill has a big yeah, contract. That's true too. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and get a word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with the power rankings and the game preview. Hey, Steven, do you think the Panthers are going to cover the spread this week? You could ask me that any week, and I would say yes. Well, if you're going to bet on a game, you should use my bookie. It's the premier place to bet all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and most prop bets of any sportsbook on the planet. You know, the best part is, if you join right now, MyBookie will double... Double? Double your first deposit. That's right. If you put $1,000 in, they will give you another $1,000. Woo! That's $2,000. Yeah. That's double your initial deposit. And you can use that on any of your favorite picks. Use promo code late fees to activate the offer. That's promo code late fees L A T E F E E S to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Hello, I'm Tez from the Clock End Talk, and I know what you're thinking. What is a Clock End Talk? Well, I can tell you. We're a podcast about the Arsenal Football Club. Available on all good podcast apps, YouTube, Spotify. You can find us on Twitter at clockend underscore talk. So come and join myself, Tony and Schwinn, as we discuss the roller coaster of the Arsenal Football Club. All right, and we are back. So, it's time to do some power rankings, Jerry. You have not seen these. Nope. Power rankings. This this seems to be the routine that we're falling into because I can't not look at the power rankings. I know. So, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I remember there was one week when I was like, oh, have you looked at it? Oh, yeah. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm not again. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's my favorite thing to do. Even though they mean nothing. They absolutely mean <laughs> they are nothing. They're completely arbitrary, but they're fun. All right, so where do you think the Panthers fall this week in NFL.com's power rankings written by Dan Hansis? Well, we are 13 last week, correct? That is correct. I think we dropped four spaces to 17. We lost. Mm, badly. To a really good team. Yeah. And I think that helped us a little bit. So he dropped us two spots. Mm-hmm. We're still in the top 15 mm-hmm. in the power rankings. Um, they did actually move. I'm assuming they moved up to like number two. They did move up to number two. Yep. Yeah. So I think that, that maybe Hansis had a little more respect for us than we think by moving them up a spot from beating us because the Saints also won and dropped a spot to three. Mm-hmm. So, um, And they still look pretty good against the Cardinals too. It wasn't like they got a close <clears throat> game really. Right. I mean, Drew Brees came back and looked great. Yeah. So he looked exactly like Drew Brees should look. So who do you think uh, was the biggest riser this week? Who had a good game? I'm going to say our opponent, Tennessee Titans. Uh, that is incorrect. Oh, well, I could be wrong. That is incorrect. It is, however, a divisional mate of theirs, the Jacksonville Jaguars up three spots, which was the biggest riser this week, to 17. Mm. I guess Minshew coming back and looking good again made a difference. Who do you think the biggest faller was this week? Well, I originally was going to think us, the way we looked. Mm. Um, God, I don't remember last week. I'll give you a hint. It was not us. Yeah, I know. Um, not us. You're not going to get this. Oh, I'll give you a little hint. Okay. I'm just going to say one word. All right. And you'll know exactly who it is. Kicker. Oh, the Chicago Bears. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> they fall five spots to 20. The kicker, they cannot get. Man, we talked about it a little bit on our recap show, but it's just almost comical at this point. Well, not only that, I mean, they're relying on their kicker so much that how, at what point is it their fault? Like, don't you need a better offense to not get sure, you in that circumstance? Sure. It it's it's never the case that the reason a team loses is because they missed a kick at the end of the game. Yeah. But they missed so many at the end of the game to lose. But it seems like they only harp on their kicker. Between like, between them and the Chargers. The Chargers like to lose in mysterious ways. <laughs> That's true. Like last week was the quintessential <clears throat> ending to that game. Like, right. The Chargers tried to give it up, but somehow the Chicago Bears yeah. were like, hey, no, 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 we missed field goals here, guys. The Chargers were like, how could we lose this game in a fashion that is unbelievable? Oh, the Chicago Bears kicker making a kick to beat us. <laughs> but that did not happen. Um, you mentioned our opponent this week, mm-hmm. the Tennessee Titans. They are sitting at 22 in the power rankings, so mm. quite a bit behind us. Yeah, that kind of surprised me. They're not a bad team. They're 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 four and four. They're a solid team. Uh, good, decent defense. The offense is questionable. They just moved to Tannehill. Yeah, let's go ahead and move into our game preview. Okay. Um, the Titans are four and four, as you mentioned. They are currently three and a half point underdogs to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, I do want to probably talk about their injury or our injury reports here real quick before we get 
too far into this. I'll go through the Titans first. Jarrell Casey, their defensive tackle, uh, did not practice. Ben Jones, their center, did not practice. Delaney Walker, tight end, did not practice. I think he's been out for a while. Yeah, anyway. he has. Uh, Malcolm Butler, cornerback. All the rest of these were limited participants. Malcolm Butler, uh, Dory Jackson, Harold Landry, Chris Milton, Roger Safford, and Cameron Wake. If most of those will probably play. I, I, I would assume if they're practicing, if at you're least limited. practicing on Wednesday, you're probably playing. Yeah. Um, all right. Moving into the Carolina Panthers injury report. All of these players did not practice. Mario Addison, Vernon Butler, Greg Little. Although Greg Little did show up with a helmet today, which Ooh. they said was a progression. Uh, Gerald McCoy, Cam Newton, obviously. Eric Reed, Curtis Samuel, Shaq Thompson, and Jarius Wright. Okay, at what point this season do we have to look at our our health guys, our strength conditioning guys? Because there's just way too many injuries all season so far this year. And it feels like last season, too. Yeah, well, Mario Addison's there. It says not injury-related. I think he is... Oh, yes. Yeah, he had a death in the family. Yeah, his... Uh, his by the way, our <clears throat> condolences... Uh, I believe his brother, his younger brother, was murdered. And so he may not be showing up for this yeah, game. Yeah, he may he, not be here for this game. For personal reasons, obviously. Completely understandable. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, Greg Little concussion, your strength and conditioning guy is not really going to help that. Um, but yeah, the rest of these guys... Groin and hamstring. Yeah. That's what I've seen all year is, come on, yeah. you're a professional football team. Get a yoga teacher out there to start helping them stretch. Um, limited participation in practice, Christian Miller and Christian McCaffrey, the two Christians. Mm-hmm. Although I hear there's no reason for concern on either one of those guys. Yeah, McCaffrey, I'm assuming they're probably just giving him some rest they, and leisure. They've got him listed as a knee, but I, I, like you, I believe it's probably just a... Needed a little bit of rest. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're like, hey, Christian, what's sore on you? Eh, my knee's a little... All right. Hey, why don't you ride this treadmill and do some walkthroughs, and that's it, okay? All right. (laughs) And Brian Burns is listed as a full participant in practice, but he is on the injury report due to recently having surgery. Yeah. Speaking of which, he only had 22 snaps last week, uh, his lowest so far this season. I don't know if it was a game plan, which obviously sucked anyways, or if it was due to that club, but they need to get him out there more. I agree, and... He he was not happy with the amount of snaps he played he last be. week. He said, uh, and it was a little confusing because they didn't have him out there for most of the game. And then once we pulled our starters, that's when Rivera sent him out there. Yeah. Which makes no sense if you're trying to keep him healthy. No. You don't send him out there at all if you're not going to play him with the starters because no. he's I mean, Bruce Irvin's really been good doing player. good, but come on, let's get... I mean, we spent a first-round draft pick, and let's be honest, when he's out there... He's getting to the quarterback. Yeah, he's he, a difference maker. Yeah, I just. I mean, Bruce Irvin's doing well also. Oh, yes, I mean, but he's not. only here for a year. We know that. Yep. This is a year rental. We need to, you know, we found some gold here with mm-hmm. Brian Burns. We need to start grooming him. And not only that, it has to hurt him because only twenty-two snap while Nick Bosa had a career game. Yeah, I mean, he did just have surgery, mm-hmm. so obviously the coaching staff was probably taking a more precautious approach with him Mm -hmm. which is fine but don't put him out there at the end of the game if that's your plan yeah it makes no sense to me so 
Now, speaking of our defense, they're going up against the Tennessee Titans offense, ranked 27th in total offense, 20th in rushing, only averaging 98 yards per game, and 28th in passing. So, once again, like I said earlier, they're not a great offensive team. Uh, I know they just switched over to Ryan Tannehill last week, so we'll see how much better they are with them. But they've only been averaging 200 yards per passing per game and we've we've shut down the pass pretty good but the problem is our run defense has looked pretty bad especially last week last week looked horrendous yeah start derrick henry in your fantasy leagues i just want to say it because we can't stop anybody no and derrick henry obviously is their starting running back um he's looked okay this year you know 151 carries for 581 yards and five touchdowns but he shouldn't be one of those guys that runs wild on you. Mm-mm. He's never been that kind of guy. Um, I guess the end of last year he had some good games, but <clears throat> I mean he's only averaging three point eight yards yeah. per carry. He's one for of a those, starting running back. That's not the greatest. He's one of those three yards in a cloud of dust guys, mm-hmm. and that's fine to be that kind of guy. But he's he shouldn't be racking up one hundred and fifty yards on us, which it seems like at this point he probably could. Yeah, everybody is. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. Hmm. Yeah, we're currently allowing 135 rushing yards a game, which feels low to me. <laughs> like, it almost feels like we should be averaging way more than that. Um, and we're only averaging 129 rush yards ourselves. Yeah. So anytime you're averaging way less than you're giving up is not Especially good. when you're a run-first team like yeah, us. Right. Um, yeah, you mentioned Tannehill. They've looked competent under him. Yeah. Uh, with him under center. Which I think speaks very poorly to Marcus Mariota, who didn't have terrible stats. I mean, he's seven touchdowns, two interceptions, but he just wasn't doing anything for them. Well, a lot was, of that was garbage time, and they weren't winning games. Yeah, he was completing only 59% of his completion pers- uh, passes, while Tannehill's at 73. That's a big difference. Yeah. I, kn- I know it depends on the circumstances, if you're behind and everything, but... From my gathering of the Tennessee offense, they want to control the ball. And if he's missing open receivers, they're not controlling the ball. Yeah. So, um, I don't really know I don't really know what to expect in this game from the Panthers. I, I don't either. This uh, is I mean, we're coming off just a beatdown of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle Allen will start again this week. That was officially announced on Monday. Yeah. So Cam's not quite ready yet. I thought Cam would probably be back this week, but um, I kind of am okay with it. Number one, obviously, if he's not fully ready, then don't start him. Mm-hmm. Number two, it'll be interesting to see how Kyle Allen responds. Yeah. From getting him. his ass beat, you know, throwing three interceptions and just generally looking terrible. It'll be good to see him respond against a team that really we should beat. And they're not as good as on defense as right. San Fran is. I mean, let's well, just of course. be. Yeah. Uh, they, the defense for the Titans are ranked 24th overall, 17th against the pass. So they're better against the pass than I expected, honestly. Uh, at giving up 239 yards per game. That's pretty much what Kyle Allen has been averaging up until last week. But they are twelfth against the run, giving up only ninety-six yards per game. So yeah, so they're a little stout on the run. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're as good as 
um, San Francisco was yeah. against the run, and Christian McCaffrey had a good game against them yeah. in, in limited opportunities. You know, that's another thing is this is Christian McCaffrey's. He's coming off basically his least utilized game of the season, so maybe he'll be a little fresher. Yeah. Uh, although he was coming off a bye week and had a knee injury, yeah, needed his rest. He needed his rest. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so I'm optimistic. I am too. Uh, I I didn't deep dive into the Tennessee Titans this week. Uh, they're just one of those teams. They're not exciting. No, not like, at all. Even researching them is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> they're just there's like, nothing on that team that. It excites me. Offensively, I thought, oh, their X Factor. You want to know who I was thinking? Adam Humphreys. And he's had big <laughs> games against us in that slot position for Tampa Bay That's last true. year. That's true. But I was like, I was reading Corey Davis. Eh, all right. I mean, he's not. He's like a boomer bus guy. Yeah. AJ Brown had a great game, but that's all I've really seen from him. I think, he, I think he's had one great game. Delaney Walker's like the quintessential middle of the pack, solid starting tight end. Yeah. He'll get six catches for sixty-five yards. Yeah, I mean, maybe he, a touch. and he's if he, even, if he plays. Yeah, and then you have Jonu Smith. Don't know who that is. He's had a decent I year. John, I think it's Jonu. Jonu yeah. Smith, uh, two hundred thirty-nine yards. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who he is. I but, mean, Derrick Henry's their weapon. Yeah, and I think they hope Corey Davis eventually becomes their receiving weapon. Him and A.J. Brown. I yeah. think they have a lot of hope in A.J. Yeah. Brown. But, I mean, you know, you mentioned Adam Humphreys. I kind of get the same feeling from him that I got from um, Tevin Coleman last week. Yeah. Just like a former division opponent who has always played well against us. That slot position really... Seems like he could have 10 catches for... 120 you know, yards. Yeah. 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 I 100% agree. And a couple of touchdowns. like it, feel, it sort of feels like he's the type of guy that would beat us. So I think <clears throat> whoever's in that slot, whether it's Ross Cockrell or well, Dante Jackson, I think, played it a little bit last week. They really need to buckle down on him. The, whole, th- the whole defense needs... I, I mean, I know Ron chewed, chewed their asses out. Mm-hmm. I know it, he did. I hope it sticks because this needs to be an impressive performance. Yes. For themselves, for the fans, you know, this is a home game. We've only had three of those so far. Um, you know, let's let's that, let's really show up and let's go five and three instead of four and four. Because at four and four, yeah. you're now debating what you should do, especially in this stacked NFC. This NFC is not a joke. This is yeah. The, you know, last week, last week I said it, it felt like a must-win game to me. Mm-hmm. The more I've thought about it. It probably wasn't. I mean, sitting at four and three, we're still in a good spot. Sitting at four and four would feel a lot worse to me. Like I said, I'm like looking at the NFC. There are some stacked teams. Well, we haven't even played the the New Orleans Saints yet. We got to play them Mm. twice. We play the Packers coming up. You know, we've got tough games coming up. We've got two games against Atlanta. Even though Atlanta's bad. They're gonna want to play. They're gonna the play division. hard against yeah. us, and they'll they'll might might win one of those games. Yeah. I mean, we could very easily be looking at nine and seven. And speaking of Atlanta, I'm shocked Dan Quinn has not been fired on their bye week. Yeah, he's still their coach, which I guess is good for us because we play them twice. Yeah, I mean that's nice. But but yeah, uh, I mean I think obviously at the end of the season he's gone. Oh yeah. 
All right. I, again, it's boomer or playoffs or bust for both Ron Rivera and yep. him, and they're obviously out of it already. Yep. So. All right. Bold prediction time. Okay. What you got? I got Christian McCaffrey rushing for over 200 yards. Wow. Rushing. Rushing. Wow. Not total. Rushing. I think we learned from our mistake last week where we only rushed him 13 times. I think we ride him this week. That needed rest, that's why. Because I think they're going to rush him probably or have him run about 27 to 30 times. And he's going to break over 200 yards. And I think that's how we win this game. Okay. I mentioned in our week one preview Mm -hmm. that I thought Joey Sly was going to set the NFL record Mm -hmm. for longest field goal kicked. Mm -hmm. And I said it was going to happen at some point this season. Mm -hmm. This is the game. So it's not supposed to rain because you better hope it doesn't rain. It is not supposed to rain. Okay, good. It's supposed to be nice and crisp. The ball will travel further in the crisp air. Crisp. Crisp. He's going to kick a 66-yard field goal at the end of the first half. We're going to go up by nine points, and that's going to be the NFL record. Okay. It's going to happen. Okay. Is that bold? Oh, yeah. That's very bold, especially the way you said that. It's way bolder than what you said. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In a bold competition, I've destroyed you again. Now, we haven't discussed this, but what is going to be our beer bet of the week? All right. Beer bet of the week. We've talked about rushing yards mm-hmm. and that the Panthers are not good. Not good. At stopping the run. Um, I think this week they're going to be good. Okay. I think they're going to have their best rushing defense um, showing this week. I think they're going to hold them to under 115 yards okay. rushing. I will go over. Uh, I think that they'll be able to get 115, not much more. I think it'll be Derrick Henry won't get that. I think Tannehill will probably pick up about 20 or so, 20, 30 yards, because he'll be running for his life. I don't think they're going to be able to throw on us that well, though. I think they're going to be held under 150 throwing yards. But rushing, I think Tannehill's going to put them over that with his scrambling ability. I mean, realistically, they could bust one 60-yard run. Hey, we're not Leonard Fournetting this. In the first quarter and then be shut down for most of the rest of the game and still hit that. Correct. So, uh, All right, so I got under 115. You've got over. Yep. Um, Score predictions. My score prediction, I have Tennessee Titans coming in here losing 23-28. to Oh wow! So you always put the losing score ahead of the. Win I score. do. I like to. That is, that is that bothers me so much. Aww, <laughs> I've complained baby. to you. I've complained to you about it before. Not even related to this podcast. <laughs> um, all right. I think the Panthers are going to come out in a big way this week. I think they were embarrassed last week, and I think they're going to come out and show that they are a good team. I think they're going to shut Tennessee down. I think they're going to win this thirty-five to seven. Okay. That's going to be a big win for the Panthers. I hope so. I hope you are way correct. Yeah. I, I, I will say, however, that I don't think Kyle Allen is going to play particularly well. I think he'll play pretty well. I think he's going to be. I think this is going to be another game manager game. I think he's going to play poorly, but I think it's going to be another game manager game. Maybe a touchdown. See, uh, yeah, I have him like my prediction. I would guess roughly two, 
215 yards and a touchdown yeah. or two. Yeah. I see McCaffrey going off this game. Yeah, that's why I like, do too. Like you said with your bet uh, or with your prediction. Um, I don't know that he gets 200 rushing yards, but I could see him easily getting <laughs> 200. Hey, it's bold. I don't necessarily. Yeah. Well, you know, 200 total yards I think is yeah. quite realistic. He's done that already a couple times this year. Yeah. So, All right. Well, um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. As always, thank you for listening, and if you like our show, please let your friends know about us. And if you would like to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and leave us a comment, we'll read it on the next show. You can also email us any questions or comments at meowmixmailbag at gmail.com. All right, everyone. Let's go Panthers. Until Monday. Monday. Keep pounding. I am going to urinate. Me, 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 me. All right. I will pause. <laughs> <laughs>